What is up? Are you guys ready? It is the day before the first game of the season. And real quick, I just want to get on here. I want to say hi. I want to say I'm pumped. I can't wait for this game tomorrow. Uh, the football season is here. The football season is here. We have Niners football tomorrow morning. It sucks that it's a morning game, especially because I live on the West Coast. So I got to wake up and be present at 10 a.m. on my day off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, here we are. Good stuff. So the season started off with a bang. That was a very fun game on Thursday. Tampa Bay versus the Cowboys. It was the final result was what I expected, but the game was not quite. I kind of expected Tampa Bay to just come out there and crush everyone. Uh, but hey, Dak Prescott looked pretty good coming back off of that crazy broken ankle that he had last year and threw for like 400 yards. Tampa had one of their corners go down, so. It was just, it was crazy. There was nearly 800 passing yards between them. So crazy, crazy game back and forth down to the final second. But Tom Brady is inevitable. So what you can do? I, uh, <laughs> as I was watching the game, I wasn't sure who to root for because I was like, fuck the Cowboys. But at the same time, if Tampa wins, they're probably the number one competitor in the NFC to go to the Super Bowl this year for the Niners. You know, I'm thinking just off the top of my head power rankings, I would say top four or five in the NFC. Tampa Bay's probably number one. After that, I would say that it's probably kind of a three-way tie almost between... The Packers, the Niners, and the Rams. The Rams don't quite have the depth. The Niners don't quite have Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron Rodgers can't beat the Niners. So it's kind of like Tampa Bay and then a three-way tie between those as far as power ranking goes. And ultimately, the season will decide. But it was uh, it was a really good game. It was a great game to start off the season. It was fun. It was back and forth. It came down to the final seconds. My girlfriend's with me on the couch. She's like freaking out because she's got the Dallas kicker and he's playing like shit with, geez, what is it? Like two or three missed kicks. So she's like, I just want the team to win and I need kicker points. So uh, yeah, good stuff. Anyways, let's, uh, let's get into this game that we got tomorrow. And uh, I realize I'm putting this out pretty late. So hopefully you have a chance to listen to it. We will see. I, uh, I need to get better about posting things earlier, but, you know, it's just life. I mean, you know, I try and you watch the game. I got a full-time job. I try and hit the gym a couple days a week. And then on top of that, you know, got to spend time with the lady. Um, you know, we, we go camping and hiking. So half the weekends, I'm like not even available and... It's just hard to fit everything in and yeah, you know, it is what it is. So I'm going to try and I think what I'm going to try and do is for Sunday games, I'm going to try and get a podcast out Thursday or Friday night. That way, at least you have a full day or two to listen. And then on games, I'm probably going to do, I don't know exactly, but I'm, from here on out, I'm committing 
to two a week because we got our preview pod and then we're going to have our review pod. <clears throat> so today is the preview pod. We're previewing the total decimation of the Detroit Jared goofs. And then on Monday or Tuesday, we will be reviewing the game of the Niners utterly destroying the fighting Dan Campbells. So it's going to be a good time. And uh, yeah, two a week. So Monday, Tuesday for the reviews and Thursday, Friday, Fridays for the previews. And I'll let you know if something's different as far as if we got like a Monday or something. Or if I'm at one of the games, which I'm planning on going to at least two later on this season. <sighs> All right. So um, first off, let's just talk about any changes that have happened with the team uh, and injuries and who is not expected to play. So Jalen Hurd is ruled out. Um, yeah, and, uh, he is apparently potentially heading to the IR. So go figure. He ended up playing one preseason game. They liked him enough that they kept him on the team. And now he hasn't had a chance to practice because his knee is still bugging him. His knee has been bugging him and he hasn't had a single regular season snap. I am waiting for this mythical beast known as Jalen Hurd to actually appear and play. But uh, as of now, it's not looking good. He is ruled out. Doubtful are Mosley and Kinlaw. Mosley I'm concerned about because our cornerback depth is not good. It's kind of what we've been saying this whole time is, hey, starters everywhere, pretty good. But if we have an injury to one of the corners, it's not a good thing. So what the team did was they ended up signing cornerback veteran Josh Norman. So I don't know if you remember Josh Norman. He was really, really, really good about five years ago. And now he is a 33-year-old corner who was a pro bowler in 2015. So I'm not expecting a whole lot from him. Uh, they ended up giving him a pretty sizable contract, all things considered. It was above the veteran minimum, and he can earn up to $2.5 million with incentives. Uh, he ended up coming out and saying, hey, I'm happy to be here because I get a chance to compete. I don't know how, how excited he really is to be here, but what I will say is we do need some veteran depth with Mosley out, or Mosley doubtful. Uh, I think he might be ruled out as of now. I haven't had a chance to check yet as of Saturday morning. Uh, but yeah, Mosley, doubtful. Kinlaw, doubtful. Kinlaw, I'm not as concerned about in the, in the sense of the game. What I am concerned about is Kinlaw's development and his long-term health and the condition of his knee. The fact that he was flagged for a knee issue pre-draft and it's been kind of a nagging thing ever since he's been here. He's been kind of nursing a knee. It's... I mentioned this, I think, last time, that it's very difficult for young players to develop when they are hurt. Because if you can't practice, then it's hard to develop your skills. Kinlaw is a physical freak, but he is not a technical pass rusher. What he needs to do is get experience and get reps practicing pass rushing, doing one-on-one -on -one drills, things like that. We know he's a good run stuffer. He was a really good run defender, and as far as being a human being, he is a physical monster. 
Uh, but he is doubtful, so we probably won't see much Kinlaw. I don't know if we'll see Mosley. Again, not too concerned about defensive tackle because we've still got DJ Jones, Zach Kerr. Uh, I think Kevin Hip, Kevin Givens had a minor hip, but I mean, we're, we're so deep at defensive tackle. We've got, especially because the best news I think of this game is Bosa and Ford. Apparently they have no limitations. So Ford might be on a pitch count. So maybe we only see him for... 15 pass rushing snaps. Uh, maybe Bose is on a pitch count and he only goes for 20 or 30. But we've also still got Arden Key and Samson Ibukam coming off the edge. So our edge depth looks great as of now. Bose's is full go. Ford should be good. He'll probably be rotating in and out with Ibukam. Uh, we've got key in there in case we need somebody to rotate in case one of them gets tired. Armstead can play outside against the run inside as a defensive tackle on pass rushing downs. DJ Jones, great nose tackle. Zach Kerr can come in. And uh, I mean, I can't remember every single three tech that we have, but what I will say is it sucks if Kinlaw doesn't play, but we still have a really, really, really good defensive line. Maurice Hurst is also out. I, yeah, I, I can't remember if they put him on IR or not. I think they did. Uh, so Hurst is out. Kinlaw's out. Unfortunately, that's like two of our top defensive tackles. But we're so deep on the defensive line. I, I don't have concerns about the defensive line. My biggest question for this game is who's going to be cornerback two? Are they going to promote... Uh, Dante Johnson from the practice squad and put him in. Are they going to put Josh Norman opposite of Verrett? Or are they going to give Lenore a shot? Because Lenore has played very, very well throughout his entire preseason. He was one of the more impressive rookies this year. Uh, him and Hafunga both were incredibly good, especially considering that they were fifth rounders. And... I, I think I would actually prefer to give Lenore the start over Josh Norman. I don't think that the Lions receivers pose enough of a threat that it would make sense not to. Their starting receivers are Tyrell Williams. I don't know if you remember him. He's kind of, this is, I believe, his third team in three or four years. He's kind of injured off and on. He was with the Chargers, and then the last couple seasons he was with the Raiders. Now he's with the Lions. Solid receiver, I guess you could say. And then their number two guy is their rookie, Amon Ross St. Brown, who, again, solid-looking kind of possession receiver. Uh, I liked him as like a third-round pick in this draft, but... At the same time, when your starting receivers are Tyrell Williams and Amon Ross St. Brown, I'm not really too concerned, especially when your quarterback is Jared Goff. And Jared Goff is solid. I know he gets a lot of hate because he got traded and whatnot. But what Jared Goff is not good at is playing under pressure. And the Niners, I have a feeling they're going to bring the pressure. Which brings me to my next thing that's very interesting. Not only do they have a rookie tackle starting, 
Penny Sewell, who they picked up with their first round pick, I think number six. But their normal starting left tackle, he's ruled out. So now they've got their high draft pick, who's been playing very badly at right tackle. They're starting left tackle, who was pretty darn good. He's not going to be playing. Their center is very good. Frank Ragnow is probably a top three, top five center in the NFL. But, oof. I mean, our edges are going to be feasting. Jared Goff is not going to have time for deep shots. And he's going to be under pressure. And the defense is just going to be swarming. Uh, Speaking of swarm, (laughs) that was... That was something that they had mentioned is uh, swarm defense. I forget exactly what it stands for, but that's that's D'Amico Ryan's philosophy, and I think we saw a bit of that. So let's kind of uh, – I think those are the main things as far as interesting stuff happens. The team captains were announced. Fred Warner, Trent Williams, Jimmy Ward, Eric Armstead, Jimmy Garoppolo, Raheem Mostert, George Kittle. No surprises there. That is a lot of captains. But I'm just going to pull up – PFF and take a look at who the starting lineup is. So first off, let's just go Lions Lions offense versus 49ers defense. So Lions on the offense. The only I honestly I predict the Niners are gonna win this game big time. I think the spread right now is eight and a half Vegas is what Vegas is saying. I think it's probably going to be about that, probably a nine or a 10 point game. And if it is less than that, it's probably due to a garbage time touchdown where maybe they cut the lead down to eight with a, you know, touchdown in the final two or three minutes uh, on the Lions side. That is so I, I'm predicting that the Niners should be able to handle business here pretty well. So. Their offensive line, again, normally I would say that their offensive line is a strength. However, after losing their left tackle and their rookie right tackle, Penny Sewell, playing very badly, and they're going up against Bosa, Ford, Ibukam, Armstead, a defensive end, I think that the edges are going to be under very, very serious trouble. So don't expect a whole lot of deep play-action passing, Especially when um, the receivers and all of that great either. Again, Tyrell Williams, you've got Amon Ross St. Brown, the rookie. They've also got Quentez Cephas. And uh, Cephas, he's second or third year player. Um, yeah, hasn't really done anything. It's amazing because the Lions, when they had Stafford, had so many quality weapons over the years. I mean, think about it. They had Calvin Johnson for a decade. Uh, just got inducted into the Hall of Fame. These last couple years, Marvin Jones Jr., Kenny Galladay. I mean, the Lions over the last 10 or 15 years have had really good, really, really, really good, Golden Tate, really good receiving weapons. Right now, they're probably the worst in the league. So that's that's a good thing when it comes to our cornerback depth. Uh, I am curious how we're going to decide to play them. Uh, I noticed that in the preseason we played a lot of single high, so whether that was cover three, cover one. Um, I'm curious to see if we're going to do that or if we're going to play more of like a cover four shell like we did last year. 
because it seems like they've been playing a lot more single high. And good news is Jimmy Ward's healthy, and Kowiski Tart appears to be healthy. Pretty much everyone's healthy on defense, except uh, Kinlaw and Mosley expected to be out. So where their strengths are on offense... I would say their strength is their center. And TJ Hawkinson, he is a good tight end. TJ Hawkinson's really good. He's a Pro Bowl tight end. And DeAndre Swift, he has is a second year player. He has potential to be a pretty good running back. I would say the only way that this game gets a little bit out of hand is if somehow DeAndre Swift goes nuts in the run game and TJ Hawkinson has an insanely good game as well. If somehow they can do that, then, you know, maybe they have a chance to do something, but with how good our front seven is, I just think we're going to demolish that. I think their front seven versus our front seven, no question ours is better. And you could, you could maybe argue that uh, their receivers versus our corners is a closer matchup, uh, even though Verrett is better than any receiver that they have. But I think it's ultimately going to come down to the front seven on both sides, and I think the front seven on the Niners is way, 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 way better. Like, I, I don't see a single position outside of center versus nose tackle where they have an advantage on offense. Their quarterback is, again, okay. PFF has him ranked at 22nd in the NFL, Jared Goff. I would say that's probably about right. He's, you know, probably around 20 or so. Swift, again, solid running back, but not spectacular. TJ Hawkinson, really good, but we've got Fred Warner. And, again, the receivers, I I just don't see it. Um, yeah, so their offense versus our defense, I think we're going to demolish them. What I, I don't know a whole lot about what they're going to, what their plan is on offense. What I do know is Anthony Lynn being the play caller. He comes, he's a running back, a former NFL running back. He was the chargers coach and they like to run a lot of wide zone, um, he, he is a Shanahan disciple, uh, not Kyle, but you know, the father. So Shanahan zone running and Dan Campbell is saints. So expect to see a kind of hybrid of saints, you know, short underneath passes combined with some zone running. So, that's kind of what we expect. I don't expect a whole lot of play action shot plays, especially because of how their receivers are not that good. And I don't think they can expect to maintain that much time in the pocket. Golf will just be under pressure too much. So I really don't expect a lot. And I I also don't think that they're going to be able to dink and dunk their way down the field against this Niners defense. So good luck, but I just, I really don't see it. Uh, I would say, yeah, I'm just, I'm just really honestly out of everything. I'm just excited to watch Niners play a real game. <laughs> and I think this is the, the lions. I wouldn't say they're the worst team in the NFL, but they're probably in the bottom five and the Niners are definitely, I would say in the top 10. So 
You know, you're, you're looking at a top 10 team versus a bottom five team. I expect it to look like that. I expect the Niners to stifle them. And let me pause this for... There we go. Just a little outside noise going on. So, yeah, I expect the Niners to stuff the run pretty darn well. And Fred Warner is going to cover TJ Hawkinson. And unless Hawkinson, Swift, and Goff have career days, I, I just really see it not even being close. I, I haven't seen... Just the talent is so lacking and... Our, our defense is so stacked that I just don't see it happening. Now, next up, let's talk 49ers offense versus Lions defense. And it is even worse here. <laughs> so, uh, the, the Lions starting defense. So, let's go front to back. Defensive line. They've got Flowers, Trey Flowers. He is a solid big defensive end. PFF actually ranked him as number nine edge defender, which I really doubt that. I don't think he's that good. Uh, he's solid. He's kind of like an Eric Armstead type in the sense of not the greatest pass rusher, but a really good edge setter. So I expect him to be the strong side defensive end primarily. Their defensive tackles, I... Michael Brockers, okay, you know, passes prime. He's okay with the Rams. Uh, they drafted a guy who I liked. I want to say uh, Levi something. Um, but, yeah, defensive tackle, defensive end, Romeo Aquara. I our, our offensive line is just so good. I mean, offensive line, you've got Trent Williams, all pro, Lakin Tomlinson, really good left guard, you know, all decade team, Alex Mack, granted past his prime, but still really good. Um, our, our weakness is right guard, but I don't really think that they have a defensive tackle who's going to be that dangerous. And then you've got McGlinchey. And, you know, maybe Flowers can beat McGlinchey, but McGlinchey is not bad. You know, so our, our offensive line beats their defensive line pretty much across the board. Um, and I expect that we're going to run straight through them. Uh, expect a lot of expect a lot of running, by the way. Their corners. Also bad. Uh, Jeffrey Okuda, the high pick last year. He was absolutely terrible. Hold up one second. The male people are bringing in the Saturday mail, so gotta love being by the entrance apartment. <laughs> so Jeffrey Okuda, he was absolutely horrid last year. I do expect Okuda to be better. Just he was so talented before the draft, and the lines were just coached so badly last year under Matt Patricia. And I, I expect Okuda to be better, but that's not to say that I expect him to be good. Their other guy, uh, Orowarie, again, not that good. And I don't even know who their slot is going to be. Um, their line, so again, you know, their corners versus our receivers. So who are their corners? Okuda, Orowarie. They're going to be going up against Ayuk and Debo. And then in the slot, they're going to have to deal with Sanu or Sherfield. 
or a combination of mix and match of those four guys. Those are going to be the top four weapons on the Niners. And I would take Ayuk and Debo over Okuda and Oruwarie pretty much every day. So uh, Niners receivers, I give them the edge. Uh, slot, again, you know, Mohamed Sanu, aging, but geez, big, strong hands, power, you know, just big slot guy. He's going to win on those underneath coverages. They're linebackers. They've got Alzoni, the uh, former Saint, who's been okay. Uh, he was with the Saints for a couple of years. They ended up letting him go. And yeah, I mean, again, I'm, I'm not really expecting much. And they're going to have to guard George freaking Kittle. George Kittle and Kyle Juszczyk and the running backs versus these linebackers. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's almost unfair. And then you look at their safeties, Harris, Walker. Um, again, like this team is so bad on defense. It's crazy. Like I honestly don't even know who Harris and Walker are. And I don't say that to be mean. It's just, when's the last time the the Lions had a good defense? What's it been, like 10, 20 years? I think last year they were ranked a bottom five defense in literally every single metric. So I, what I will say is I don't expect Jimmy to be throwing the ball a lot, even though I'm pretty sure he could. So... I have a feeling that we're going to want to get the run game down. Kyle Shanahan is going to try and ease Jimmy into this. They're going to give him some Jimmy gimmies, some easy ones here, easy ones there. Probably going to do some play action stuff. But I I think every single matchup, the Niners hold the advantage. You know, whether that's receiver versus corner, whether that's offensive line versus their defensive line, our running backs and excuse me, our running backs, tight ends, and fullback versus their linebackers, and etc. So, yeah, that's what I expect. Uh, as far as the main thing I want to see this game, number one, I want our team to come out of this game healthy. Please, please. We are healthy now, and we've been so decimated by injuries. If the team comes out healthy, that's a win. I expect them to win. I expect them to win by at least a touchdown. But what I'm most excited about is just to watch. I want to see this team healthy come out and just swarm on defense and explosive on offense, power running, you know, like just give me some Raheem Mostert, some Trey Sermon. Give me a couple big Kittle ones. Kittle, one of his best friends is TJ Hawkinson. They went to Iowa together. So I do expect a big Kittle game. And if we can just come out of this game healthy, I want to see them look good and just kind of get in the rhythm. You know, this there's a reason why this has an eight and a half point spread is because everyone expects this to be a blowout. And I'm excited about that. What I'm curious about, what I'm most curious about is I want to see what the how the defense plays and who they decide to put as corner number two. You know, is it going to be Josh Norman, the veteran? Are they going to put in Lenore? Like, the, 
if it was up to me, I would put Lenore in. Uh, but again, they might just decide to go with Josh Norman just because, hey, Lenore, we get that you played really well, but this is a real NFL game and we realize that we should win this. We don't want to let, you know, our should have won lead to, you know, a mistake, even though he's been playing so well. So anyways, uh, that's what we can see. And as far as on defense, I also want to see what kind of scheme they're running. Are they going to be running more of that single high? Are they going to be running more man versus more zone? Are they going to start doing more cover four shells like they did last year? How often are they blitzing? I want to see the identity of this defense. So that's the main thing is I want to see the defense swarming. I want to see what the identity looks like on defense, how they're going to be playing as far as coverage shells, man versus zone. I'm curious to see who they entrust to the cornerback two position. And on offense, I just, well, the whole team, I just want to come out there healthy. Please no serious injuries. And I just want to see some fun, explosive, just some fun, explosive offense. Like I would, I don't really like getting into predictions, but I would say that the Lions are probably going to score in the neighborhood of 13 to 17 points. If I were to guess, you know, give them one or two touchdowns, give them a couple field goals, but I really don't expect them to get much more than you know, 17. I would say that I think that 20 points is the most that the Lions are able to score. And I know Jimmy hasn't necessarily been good on opening games, but this team is healthy. And this team healthy with a healthy Kittle, healthy Ayuk, healthy Debo, healthy Raheem Mostert, healthy Trey Sermon, healthy Juszczyk, healthy offensive line. Uh, speaking of which, Aaron Banks has been returning to practice and he's doing well. So it's always good. And uh, oh, yeah. Also, I totally just glossed over this. But uh, Trey Lance, Trey Lance should be at least in uniform. Uh, Jimmy's the starter. Obviously, Trey Lance had that minor finger injury. He uh, he wasn't throwing until Wednesday. He threw Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. He was limited. So I do expect him to suit up and be the backup. They did protect. They protected um, Sudfeld. So they may or may not bring up Sudfeld for this game. I don't expect it. Uh, but, And I don't even know if we're going to see Trey Lance. I think that I would... Honestly, I would be surprised if Trey Lance plays this game. Except if... It is a total blowout and they feel he's healthy enough to give him some quote unquote garbage time play time. Uh, I don't expect to see very much Lance just because of the finger and this should be an easy win. So yeah, those are just kind of my general thoughts, but really I am just, I am so excited to watch 49ers football and it's a real game. It should be fun to watch them. They should win. They should win by a lot. And it's going to be a good time. So we will be back probably Monday or Tuesday. I don't know exactly, but 
sometime Monday, Tuesday, a day or two after the game. I'm going to watch the entire game on Sunday. I'll try and do some notes. I'll try and rewatch some highlights. Um, try and see what film breakdown I can see, get a hold of. I want to find out how you get this all 22 stuff that people have because I would love to watch all 22. Uh, usually I just watch other people's breakdowns of it and try and learn, but either way, it's going to be a good time. Get excited. Like, subscribe, comment, share, all that good stuff. Tell your friends, tell your peeps on Twitter, all that kind of good stuff. Go Niners, and I will catch up with you guys next week a day or two after the game, for a review. Catch you later.